0: Welcome to Dollars and Cents. Wealth, wisdom, and well-being, where we delve into fascinating topics with amazing people, thought leaders, and trailblazers from all walks of life. I'm John Carolyn, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager for Main Street Wealth Management Group. With me today is Mark Lopez, Senior Vice President, Certified Financial Planner, and Olympic silver medalist. Mark, great to have you here, amigo.
1: Thank you, John, happy to be here.
0: Well today, we're very excited to welcome Jody White, a visionary in her field and the head of business development at TPS Thayer, a renowned CPA firm, and I believe the largest one in Sugarland, Texas, right? Yes. Well, Jody, it's great to have you with us to share your insights.
2: Well, thank you. It's a pleasure seeing you guys today. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, Jody, we'd like to start off our podcast with a little fun bit of trivia relating to the theme of the episode. You guys ready? Sure. Sure. All right. True or false? We all know that there are two things that are guaranteed in this life, death and income taxes. But has this always been true in the history of the United States regarding income taxes? False. You, I have no idea. Well, Jody uh, answered ahead of you, John, and she is correct. False. Wow. Now, follow-up question. Do you know when and why the first federal income tax was imposed on the American people?
2: I'd be lying if I said yes.
1: I should know this, but I do not. All right. Tell well, me. The first time it was implemented was the year 1861. And the first income tax was implemented during the Civil War, which was 1861. But before that, revenue for the government was primarily collected through tariffs and excise taxes on goods like alcohol and tobacco. I had no idea.
0: That is really interesting. That is. Wow. Let's kind of go from the past and to the present. And then I guess we're going back to the past again, too. So, Jody, let's uh, rewind to the start of your story. Can you tell us about where you grew up and the experiences that shaped you?
2: Well, I grew up in Pasadena, and I've been all over Houston since then. My dad was in sales, oil and gas. My mom did not work. I had three sisters. So, I would say that I was a very driven individual. When you have three sisters, you're extremely competitive with each other all the time. So it's always made me very driven. And watching my mom stay at home, that was just something I never wanted to do. So I'm very outgoing. And you have to be. I was the middle of three sisters. So you're not the youngest. You're not the oldest or the middle. So you kind of have to prove yourself.
1: Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. I
0: completely un- understand that. I have three sisters of my own, too, when I'm kind of in the middle. And Mark, of course, comes from a family of Olympians. Yep. But you're the yep. youngest, right?
1: Youngest male. Yeah, my sister is the youngest, and she turned out to be the, the toughest of all of us. So
2: That's a competitive family there. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, Jody, you put together an amazing charity golf tournament that we had the honor of participating in. Tell us a little bit about Reigning Strength and what they do for the community and kids.
2: So Raining Strength, it's horse therapy, equine therapy, and they have built this lovely stable, and they have children that have disabilities, autistic children, brain injuries. So they help families, mothers, children. They help them with motor skills, and I guess the horse has an ability to walk. Their stride as much like a human, so they put the children on the horses. They bring them in let them brush them. I mean, they learn skills there, but you know, they help families grow and really just, it's a great therapeutic thing for the families, the moms especially, because if you can imagine you have an autistic child or you have a child with a brain injury, That's a lot all day for a mom, every single day. This is like the only break they get, taking a child there and watching their child thrive. So it's a great charity that we love to help every year. I mean, it costs a lot to, to do something like this. So we do it every year, and we love it, and we love what they do for the community.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, speaking about kids, during the tournament, you mentioned knowing John Thayer when you were just a kid. Can you take us back to that defining moment when you decided to dive into business development for TPS Thayer?
2: Well, I've been in healthcare for about 30 years, running and setting up all different types of practices. And John Thayer was a CPA for one of our practices. Wow. Therefore, I got to know John Thayer a lot, and when I would open or start a new practice for a physician, I would call on John Thayer because he knew any and everything about business, and I trusted him, and he would give me advice on absolutely all the things to do necessary in business. When healthcare really started to change and insurance companies just started making it so difficult to care for Mm patients— with all the rules and the HMOs, I just got burned out. I've been in pharma cells and other types of cells, so business development comes naturally to me. You're out there selling, talking to people every day, physicians. So when John Thayer called me and asked me to come over and do business development for him, I figured we could marry our strengths. He does a lot of practice management also, and I was doing consulting at the time, so I thought we would do great together. You know, I was happy to do it. Wow,
0: well, I mean, I can tell you guys make a really great team. And TPS Thayer, is known for their innovative solutions, and it continues to grow with your guidance. Let me ask you a question. So, What is the main thing that drives you? You were talking about how you grew up in your family and watching your dad work in the well-filled business. You personally, what, what gets you up in the morning ready to conquer the day?
2: As I said, I'm very driven. I'm very people-oriented. I want to help people. My experiences, and I've seen businesses fail, I've had to go into a practice. It was a very large practice where they had so many partners, and they just couldn't make it work, and I had to go in and restructure the whole thing. You want people that have gone to school and done all these things, and you don't want them to lose their homes, their houses, or families. You want them to succeed. So I get up happy every day. I want to help people. I want their business to thrive. So I think that's... That's what makes me do it. I'm, I'm a happy-go-lucky people person, and I want to see people succeed. Wow. Well,
0: to us, it's really obvious that you really love what you do.
1: And it sounds like TPS Thayer is definitely lucky to have you. Blessed. Thank you. All right. So let's get into some myth-busting ideas here. So, Jody, every field has its misconceptions. What's one thing you feel people often get wrong about your profession, and how would you set the record straight?
2: Well, that CPAs only do tax work. They are just bean counters, boring, and they are not creative professionals. In fact, they are extremely creative. Accounting and finance can require tons of creativity when finding solutions to complex financial challenges. Their role often goes beyond crunching numbers. They provide strategic financial advice. We're not just tax preparers. Another thing is... I think what people also have a misconception about is that their CPA can read their mind. They come to us at the end of the year When they've made financial decisions, maybe selling property, cashing in their 401, doing things that maybe they should have called us about. Because at the end of the year, once you've made that transaction, it's hard to help you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think that's a big misconception. We don't know what you've done all year long. We'd love to meet with you every quarter if we could. So we can help you make these decisions and you can talk to us before you do things that might hurt you in the end.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Start planning early so that later on you're not rushed to suddenly get everything right.
2: Right. And it's hard to sometimes, you know, we can't save you money December 31st.
0: Wow. That is really interesting, actually. I I, I didn't realize that, but that's good for everyone to know. Mm -hmm. So here's a question for you. Everyone has that one person who's left a mark on their life. Who was that person for you and how did they help guide your path?
2: Well, let's see. My dad died when he was 60 years old. And my dad and I were very close, so I would call him for every decision. A job, taking a job. Pros and cons. I would call and ask him, what do I do? How do I do it? And I met somebody years after my dad died. His name is Mike Mock. And he's in oil and gas also. And I met him out with a group of friends that we would all go out every Thursday night. And he would show up at the same place we were. We became extremely good friends. He has several sons but he gave me the most sound business advice ever. He just kind of became my, a mentor to me. I have physicians also that are mentors to me, but he probably was one. When I needed to make decisions, he would talk me through them, pros and cons. Always had good financial and business decision-making for me as far as jobs and what I should do. So I would say he has been a huge mentor for me.
0: You think that having someone help you and mentor you like that has helped also shape how you want to go out and help and mentor people and businesses?
2: I think yes. I think also my dad dying at such a young age, you start to subtract your years from their years mm. and you want to make a difference. You think about, wow, he died at 60. How many years do I have to make a difference? So you just have to get up every day and make every day count.
1: Wow. Wow. Agree. Yep. Yep. Yep, totally agree. All right, Jody, thank you for that answer. That was very insightful and pretty good perspective on life. So, talk about something else. We're curious. Challenges often define us. Could you share a hurdle that you face and how it sculpted the professional that you are today?
2: Hmm. Well, I would say COVID was a huge challenge for all of us in sales. So that was a major challenge as far as anybody is concerned. I would say don't listen to other people when you're making decisions for you on a day-to-day like I had a boss who hired me in a big role and there was a girl that worked there and I wanted to make her an office manager and she was very smart very bright I didn't know her I was new in this role and they said no I don't think that's a good idea but I worked with her day in and day out and I said he said you know if you make this decision and it doesn't turn out to be a great decision then it's gonna be on you it was the best decision I ever made. I had to travel a lot. She was committed, put the work in. And when you have good people behind you, you succeed. And so the thing is, is you build a team around you that are great to make you great. And we're best friends to this day. She doesn't work for me anymore. She got married and moved off. But her name is Sanal Patel, and I love her to death. And she really helped me in my
1: career.
0: Um, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. You surround yourself with great people.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, on a lighter note, this is a fun question. If you could sit down and have a conversation with any historical figure, who would it be? And what's that one question that you would ask them?
2: Clara Barton. She is considered the angel on the battlefield. She founded the Red Cross. So... My husband is a retired fireman and talking about the Red Cross and what they do and all the stories and how these people come to help you. I mean, as you well know, we've all been in a crisis here in Houston with flooding Mm -hmm. and hurricanes and all of that. Just hearing from him firsthand that they show up. I mean, my God, what an awesome lady. But what would I ask her? How crazy or brave do you have to be to get into the line of fire? And what makes someone wake up and want to be the selfless human you are? I mean, what happened to you in life that made you have so much empathy for somebody? I love that. I love people that have empathy, that are humanitarians. I think it just says a lot about you, and it shapes who we are in our world.
0: Wow. Thank you. What a great question. Thank you for that answer. Absolutely. And we're blessed to to have people like that, first responders. Absolutely. They are incredible. Yes. Away from the professional arena, what's something that you're really passionate about, or maybe something that might surprise the listeners about you?
2: Well, oh, what would surprise them? All my friends think I'm super high maintenance. Uh, (laughs) They look at me and think that. But if they knew me, you know, I like to camp. I like to fish. I like to do all those things. But actually, I do my own yard work. I do not have a yard man. I love to (laughs) mow the grass. I'm completely OCD about my pool and my house. I love to cook. I love to dance. I'm a huge animal lover. As a matter of fact, we have three dogs and two are rescues. I have way too much empathy when it comes to animals. I'm not adopting anymore because my house just cannot do it anymore. But yeah, I would probably say that what you see is not always what you get.
1: Wow. All right. That's awesome. Well, we are nearing the end of our podcast. And at the end, we have a segment called Favorites. It's where you can share something with the listeners that you find to be really interesting. It could be anything. So before we wrap up, do you have any book, movie, or personal recommendation to share with our listeners?
2: Oh, gosh. Okay. There is a book that someone gave me, and it's called How to Fill Your Bucket. Don't ask me who wrote it. I'm sure you could Google it, but it was a guy that I worked with when I was... I worked with all men. I was the only female and we all had territories and he gave me this book because it is about management and your style of management, but basically the theory behind this book is how to fill your bucket. So if you get up every morning and you're mean to the person that sits next to you at the office all day every day, not only do you take from their bucket, you also take from your own. But if you fill their bucket with accolades and good things, not only do you fill their bucket, you fill your own. So it has a lot of great stories in it. And honestly, I kept it for a long time on my bookshelf. And when I was having just a bad week or negative in any way, I would pick that book up. But then I found other people that I felt really needed this book. So I shared it with them. So I don't have it anymore. But It's a really easy read, but it has some great stories in it. But it will help you in management, in your day-to-day, how to be a positive person, and how to treat others.
1: Wow. John, that seems like a book that we should look into reading. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Absolutely. I'm going to Google that uh, as soon as we leave. The last question for you. So what type of clients do you find that TPS Thayer can have the maximum or most positive impact on?
2: Well, obviously, anybody in business, anybody that wants to start a business, there are so many. Anybody that's having difficulty in business, we do healthcare, care, we do construction, we do pool companies. I mean, you name it, we have every kind of client there is to have. But if you have questions on issues with running your business, how to set it up, how to protect it properly, how to protect your assets, how to pay less taxes... We are very creative at helping you. I think that we're one of the best at we're very personable. So people are tend to be afraid of coming into a CPA's office because I think sometimes they think we don't have the same conversations. The lingo is a little difficult because, you know, we're bean counters basically. But I would say that there's so many types of businesses we can help. I think anybody that's paying taxes, come see us.
0: Well, we find that Most business owners, like you had described, they're so busy running their businesses that they need to have professionals around them to help them with all the other
2: things. Absolutely. There's questions that they can ask us that they think they need to call an attorney for a lot of times. And really, we work so closely with attorneys. If it's something we can't handle, we have somebody that can answer it for us. So we have financial advisors like you guys. I mean, we call you for things. So I would say if personally, if you're having income tax issues, tax issues, if you need to set up a business, we can definitely help anybody.
0: Well, I know you do a really good job. The clients that we have in common couldn't be more happy and impressed. Well, thank you. So you guys are great at what you do. Thank you. I hope you had fun today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on our podcast, Dollars and Cents. Your insights and stories have been truly enlightening. For our listeners, if you want to learn more about Jody and TPS there, you can find them on LinkedIn or at tpscpas.com. That's that's tpscpas.com. We'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. We'll be back with another engaging conversation soon. And until next time, this is Dollars and Cents, your beacon for wealth, wisdom, and well-being.
3: This podcast is presented for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. It does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any specific product or service. UBS does not provide legal or tax advice, and we would recommend listeners to obtain appropriate independent professional advice. Some of the views and opinions expressed may not be those of UBS Group AG or its affiliates. UBS Financial Services, Inc. offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC-registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC-registered broker-dealer. These services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that you understand the ways in which we conduct business and that you carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review Client Relationship Summary provided at UBS.com forward slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS Group AG and is a member of FINRA and SIPC.